Welcome back, folks, to the Couch People podcast. I am your host, Connor Berlin, and I am joined by your co-host, Tyler Krajewski. Heyo. And today we have a very special guest, Colin Walizer. Hello. Nice to meet you all. And today thank you we're very much for coming. coming yeah, out today. thank you. Yeah, no problem. I, um, we had a bit of trouble scheduling this, you know, with how crazy life is right now. So I'm very glad you were able to uh, actually make it, make it on the podcast. Yeah, no problem. And Happy to be here. We're going to be doing something pretty different from our usual, our usual jam. We're not going to be talking about games or anything like that. We're actually going to be interviewing Colin. We are. Because, we you know, are. Colin's quite an interesting person, we figured out. Yeah, pretty cool guy. Pretty cool guy. Thank you. Thank you. So, Connor, would you like to start us off? Uh, yeah, sure. So, Connor, what kind of, what kind of, do you have a job? Currently, I do. I do have a job. I work in San Martin at LGB Farms. And overall, it is a, it's really fun for me to work at. It's nice to be able to go out and have a job and say that I have a job and, you know, be active with it as well. So what is LJB Farms? So we're basically uh, family owned. And from that, we sell produce. So vegetables, fruit, basically anything that you can find at a common grocery. But since we're basically like a farm, we get our stuff more fresh and organic. So it's always better to come to us rather than going to your big brands like Safeway, Walmart and whatnot. It's pretty much... Is it, correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds like it's the large-scale equivalent of one of those fruit stands on the side of the road. It is. It is. We, we sell awesome. yeah, we sell things, you know, similar that you can find on, at a fruit stand, but overall, it's just better to, you know, come to us and buy from us rather than things like that, because we have a wider variety and whatnot. I actually, um, I remember when I was a wee lad, I think you, do you guys still do like Halloween events? We do. We do. We uh, just, well, not just, but we had the pumpkin patch in uh, October. And because the farm in Morgan Hill, I want to say it's Morgan Hill, the Usagi farms closed. We had to take that over, which means we were doing twice the amount we normally did. And due to COVID, it just made everything hectic, but we did get through it. That's awesome. I, I actually remember when I was a wee lad going to, my dad would take me to LJB farms to go pick up pumpkins yep we have wood. we had so many we had a lot yeah it's actually quite funny as i'm standing here just kind of talking to you guys and looking around the room that i'm in and i just saw a picture of me and all of my cousins from when we were young and just at the pumpkin patch at ljb picking pumpkins because that's something that me and my family have done for a really long time is just go there to get our pumpkins because it's just a cool experience and honestly the pumpkins are cheaper there and oh, yeah. they tend to be better quality and bigger pumpkins that last longer. So yeah. those are kind of like all the things you want to check off, off like your boxes for pumpkin. And so I've just been going there for like my whole life. It's yeah, cool. it's it's unbeatable because like when you go to Safeway, you know, Safeway, you get a medium sized one for, one about, for about 20 bucks. And comparing it to us, we're, you know, we sell like a large one for $6. It's hard to beat. And plus we get a wide variety as well. LJB really has like pretty much the pinnacle of variety. Like, 
variety, yeah, and fruits. Really nice. Right. Yeah. And they're like the thing, high quality. It's good stuff. Yeah. The great thing too is because it's seasonal. So like we tend to get the fresher food during the seasons. So for example, in June and July, we're gonna be getting our own corn, and that's probably when it's gonna be the cheapest, it's gonna be the best it is. And it, we all revolve around seasonal like fruits, vegetables, and whatnot. So it's always good to, you know, ask ahead of time, like, hey, what's in season right now? And then, you know, we tell the customers what they what we have, and then they come out and buy it, and it's always good. So I don't really know this, but what is your position at LJB? What do you do when you go and clock in for the day? Like, what's what are your tasks? Who is your manager? Like, all of that kind of stuff. So basically, when I clock in, I first try to see, you know, what's what needs the most work or what needs help at first. For example, if the cashier line is absolutely just swamped, I'll get in on that or I'll help. Or if foods needs to be stocked, I'll get in on that. If a shipment just came for, you know, two to four pallets worth of food came in, I'll get on the forklift and I'll go get it. So more or less, uh, like I like to think that what I do at my work is a Swiss army knife, basically like every, anything that happens there, I'll be on it. So cashier, cashier, you know, food, whatever it is, stocking, taking inventory. And then the other workers we have too, we all divide up the work. You know, the people who have been there the longest tend to do more of the online, such as like shipping and receiving and whatnot. So the newer folks that have come in, uh, we tend to do like cashier and helping out around the store. And then, you know, there's the people behind the desk who are doing everything back there as well. So you basically are the Swiss Army knife of LJB. Pretty much. Yeah, I, I like to think of it. Yeah, because looking at my coworkers, some of them, you know, for example, some of them don't drive forklifts or others, you know, don't stock. They're mainly stuck on register because it's what people tend to like more than the others. But for me, I, I like everything I do there and I can't really complain about it. It's really nice. That's that's awesome to hear because an important part of your job is actually enjoying it. Yeah, and liking it. So I'm happy to hear that you actually enjoy working there. That's very cool. Thank you. Thank you. So how did you get a job at LJB? Like, was this something that you've been thinking of for a while? And did you have any jobs before that? So I was originally supposed to work at uh, Gilroy Gardens, but due to COVID, that got cut. Getting the... a job during COVID. Sorry to interrupt for a second. Yeah, no problem. That that was one of the like most competitive times jobs like were ever, you know, for available. Really yeah. And the, the craziest part was there were the least open spots. So, you know, every single person wanted to get a job. Every single person was stuck in their houses and nobody mm -hmm. was hiring. Yep. Yeah, it's because but businesses were closing because they didn't have like the money yeah. to keep open. It was a big unknown. No one really know what to like, do. I had days back in the depths of COVID where I would like walk into four or five businesses at a time and look at the manager and be like, hey, I really need a job. Can I get a job? And they just have to say no over yeah. and over and over again. Just with that protocols was, and everything too. It's oh yeah. like, it was crazy times. So did you get your job like during COVID or have you had it for like over a year now? So I, I applied originally for Gilroy Gardens in March and it was actually like a week before COVID, you know, shut everything down. Eventually they kept pushing a opening date back. And I said, I can't keep, you know, wasting my life waiting for the job to open, you know, 
So eventually my dad, uh, luckily when he was uh, getting hired for the highway patrol, he had to go to San Luis Obispo. And one of the colleges at San Luis Obispo is Cal Poly. And at the time he needed a place to stay. So he stayed with his buddy and his buddy also had friends staying with him. And they are the current owners of LJB farms, which are my bosses. And he, over the, over the years, he got to know him more and more. And eventually, you know, he found one of them out here. He saw one of them at a store, started talking to him and he asked, Hey, do any of your kids want to work for us? You know, we need people as of right now because Halloween's about to kick off. So would he be interested? And I was all for it. I went in what? for an interview and got the job. That's awesome. Was the interviewing process hard at all? Or So the, the way I found out how it works now is you want to go there physically as a person. You don't really want to send your parents in to ask or, you know, you don't want to call ahead of time to ask over phone. You want to be face to face with them. The way I got hired was I uh, got the number for my current boss, called him, asked him, you know, when he's available to interview me. He interviewed me and he said, I, what I look for in a person is I look for someone who's able to talk well, you know, cooperate with customers and maturity. He said maturity is a big thing because he doesn't really want to hire someone who's 14 years old, doesn't really care. You know, oh, when, exactly. the, when there's someone a job, you need yeah. to be mature. When there's someone who's, you know, 16 years old, takes it seriously and is able to, you know, get work done. So they're very, they're very, when it comes to hiring, they look for, you know, good people, not just random people you can f kind of find wherever. And honestly, one of the cool things about um, getting hired like that, where the, the boss is kind of looking at you by like a person merit and like whether you're a good person or not, is they aren't doing it off of age. Because I feel like a lot of the times people would rather hire, you know, the 18-year-old over the 16-year-old mm -hmm. simply because they're 18. But yep. at my job, I'll look at myself and then I'll look at my 18, 19, 20-year-old coworkers and be like, wow, I'm twice as disciplined as Wow, him. you guys suck. Yeah. Kind yeah, of. We... And it's like, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. It's cool, though, you know? It's, it's, it's definitely very interesting. We've had, you know, a couple... 16 17 18 year olds apply and you know unfortunately my boss has had to you know tell him no because you know they do something wrong or they he tries to get more like family friends in first and then if someone who he sees can be a really viable asset bring them in as well so it's it's really interesting how it works because maturity definitely is a big thing and who a person is as well contributes a lot that's that's cool that he tries to help family friends first but it's still leaving it open to others yeah. so it's not just like completely closed off to them i think and that's i think that's cool quite like my work it seems like a very kind of family oriented place like i i clock into work and i'm around like 12 to 15 people and to be honest it kind of feels like a big family when one part of my store that i'm working at isn't doing as well you can you can feel it within everybody else if yeah the the front of the register had some big blow up or whatever you know everybody's kind of like on edge at the same time and i i kind of get the same vibe of L ljb just more of a family aspect would that would you kind of agree with that i would i would it's it's definitely you know when you see someone in need you just go straight and help them you know if you can put down what you're doing you just go out and help it's it's a really good community and like family built together that's that's really nice 
Honestly, I, I feel like that's a very important part of getting a job is making it like a good dynamic, a, a good mental space where yeah, everybody's like, it's like a good environment to be yeah. in. Like you trust it. Yeah. Exactly. Comparing it to together. Comparing it to like, you know, your Pizza Hut, Little Caesars, fast food places where, you know, the people probably clock in, don't care about their coworkers, and then they're out of there within eight hours or so. It it's, becomes more of a you're on your own kind of working situation. Yeah. Which, you know, I I don't think I would have been opposed to getting a job like that, but if you give me both hands, again, you know, random place, fast food, you know, whatever, or LJB, I'm going down the LJB route again. And I agree with that because personally for me, it makes it more fun, you know, like having that element where it's, I walk into work and I'm seeing people who actually want to work with me and like enjoy my presence. And then I get to have these fun conversations with my coworkers. And it's like, I'd rather that situation so much more than I clock into McDonald's, flip burgers for six hours and then leave, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, kind of a difference between working with like a bunch of drones than working with like real people. Yeah. I feel like fast food workers or not fast food workers, but fast food just in general kind of those establishments aren't the same way as LJB and where I'm working right now, Rocco's Market. They're, they're, I mean, they aren't. They're so much more corporal and they, they have to mm. follow, follow like every single standards yeah it makes the whole working situation different it It makes it so much more professional serious serious and not necessarily in a good way it it can turn people and like more competitive towards each other in the workplace which isn't really what you want you want people who can all work together in like a harmonious fashion and just get the job done and i feel like places like Rockers Market where I'm working and LJB who have those family oriented just kind of mm-hmm. jobs and that that happens a lot faster people yeah faster you're like willing to just, work with each other exactly and it's like when I'm at work and somebody messes up or they don't know how to help a customer or whatever no matter what I'm doing I'm willing to just drop what I'm doing and go and help them because I genuinely care about them succeeding in their job as well Whereas if I feel like if I was working at, you know, McDonald's and somebody was asking me to do something, I'd be like, I don't get paid enough to do that. You yeah. go do it. I've got a question, Tyler. I've got to ask. Do you do you have a vendetta against McDonald's? You keep bringing it up as this negative um, example. No, I just feel like working there would not be fun. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, like like a kind of a, a vibe or an environment you – you know, you don't have to be there for, but you could probably know what's going on in there. Totally. And I just, I don't know. I feel like whenever you go to McDonald's, all the workers are grouchy and yeah, they don't really look alive. No, they don't. They don't look like when I'm behind, I'm a butcher. And when I'm behind the meat counter, I look at my customers and I can have these full conversations with them about their day, the weather, the baseball game, whatever while I'm doing my job and it just makes it so much more enjoyable to me. Yeah. It is that a, a big effect. aspect of your work as well? Just being able to, to socialize not only with your coworkers, but with customers with coworkers. Definitely. I, I, I'm able to, you know, when you find something in common with another coworker, it really helps, you know, kind of a bond between you two because it's like, Oh, you know, just like, Oh, Hey, 
you know, that's all you say and that's all the conversation you have. So definitely being able to talk to coworkers is really nice and like getting to know more about them. And it's, it's really good. It definitely, you know, changes the entire environment and customers as well. The, the biggest thing with me is, um, they tend to ask more like question oriented stuff, like where's this from or how long has this been here for? So it, it's definitely interesting learning that, oh, okay, this comes from here. This comes from there. We just got this last week and, you know, just being thrown in the system. And eventually I have been picking up stuff like, oh yeah, this food came from here. And then we got this last week. So with customers, it's definitely question orientated, but with coworkers, it's like personal life stuff, which is really nice. That's really cool. So overall, would you just say LJB as this is your first job, correct? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I, I don't so, really consider yeah. Gary Gardens to be a first one. So this as your first job, you would say is quite successful and something that you enjoy. It is. It's something I greatly much enjoy. I mean, you could, some people might not enjoy the type of work they get, or they might not enjoy, you know, doing this. But for me, I, I think it's, better than average, you know, like better than what you have access to for jobs, you know, as of right now. And in my opinion, I think that it's definitely a great place to work at. I, I like it and I can't complain about it. Well, in all reality, that's the only thing that matters is what you think of it. It doesn't matter what other people think about yeah. your job. If you yeah. enjoy the place you work, then that's a good place to be working. It is. It is. I, I would definitely recommend, you know, people who are ready to, you know, be out there, you know, do orders without even asking for it. And it's, it's overall just a great place. And to yeah, anybody, like anybody who's listening, who's trying to go out and get that first job, if you're not looking for some fast food place to go work at, try to go for those smaller mom and pop shops, those local smaller businesses, or even bigger businesses as LJB is quite a big business, but these yep. more like family oriented places personally as just a teenager and as somebody like this is my first job i just feel like it's the most comfortable enjoyable situation to be in yep i i would definitely add to that um tyler i would definitely add that you know when you work at a big corporation they don't really care who you are they probably don't know your name they just pass by and just know oh he's an employee here whereas pretty much yeah yeah whereas your local shops or mom and pop shops you know they know you they know when you know stress is overcoming or they know when you're being overwhelmed and they're willing to cooperate and yeah that's a very good point and places like your work and my work they're people too they don't yep. only think of it as a business even though they do think of it as a business because they need their business to be successful but they understand i'll be able to go to my boss and be like i'm not gonna lie i am slammed i have xyz work to go do and i don't really want to be up till midnight can i take today off and he's like of course let's work friday instead like i understand i hope you can get all your work done and yep. it's like i feel like if i was working at some big corporation like safeway or they'd be like Walmart. no come clock in you don't get an option yep Exactly, because when it's when it's the bigger corporations, it's pretty much just part of a machine. Yep. But when you're part of like a, a more family oriented oriented thing, it's like an actual family. They understand that you have real problems that happen, and they're willing to make arrangements to make that easier for you. Yeah. I mean, if I may add too, it's like two. Oh, you can't come in. All right, we'll just get someone else to replace you. Mm -hmm. Oh, totally. 
instead yep. of, oh, you can't come in. Let me see who can fill your shift. I'm excited to see you on Friday. Hope yeah. you can get all your work done. It's you just you. Goodbye. Yeah. Just like that. I um, Tyler, do you have any more questions about his work? Honestly, no. I feel like that's that's a pretty good cover of what it's like situation and what it's like to kind of work at these mom and pop shops and who you are Colin. yeah i do have um i have one last question really you don't have to go into much depth with it but i'm just kind of curious do you play any sports uh i don't play any sports at school preferably you know parents won't let me get aggressive with football baseball and basketball have never really been my thing the other running sports haven't been in as well during my free time, like on the weekends and when I'm not busy, I do tend to do uh, amateur motocross. It's definitely freeing up for me. I like driving and racing and whatnot. And for me, it you know, it allows me to let loose. It allows me to just get away from everything in life and just, you know, focus on. That's uh, that's awesome. That is really awesome. I, I, I've always thought motocross was pretty sick. Yeah, it's, it's definitely it really scary. <laughs> oh yeah it's it definitely looks scary but i feel like it's really fun once you get into it yeah and then the great part too about it is like there's some things i've actually taken such as you know using a clutch and braking and you know distancing that has actually really helped me in like life in general like you know learning how to drive a forklift i've you know been used to clutch easy braking you know being smooth with a throttle it's been like second nature to me because all i've been doing growing up is just riding dirt bikes and riding you know whatever i can that's, that's awesome that's really awesome all right well and as long as you don't have anything more to say connor i've i've that's it i think i think we're pretty um, good about it, good amount about you colin yeah. yeah, I would just like to say thank you very much, Colin, for joining us uh, in such a last minute. And I'd just like to say, Mr. Cleffer, I'm very sorry that this is as late as it is. We had multiple complications with multiple different people who we interviewed, but I just wanted to say thank you for the very fun year in podcasting. And I'm sorry for the inconvenience of this being as late as it is. And I just hope you have a very nice summer and everything goes good. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Of course. Yeah, of course, man. Have a great night. Yep. Thank you very much. Thank you. Good night. Good night.